KFUO, the messenger of good news. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment of faith. And I have with me Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church. He's in Collinsville, Illinois. And it's so good to talk to you again, Doug. Good to talk to you too, Gary. We've got a, another venture to take when it comes to uh, listening to the story behind a hymn today. Yeah. And of course, there's always a little variation from one week to the next. And I think we'll find this one kind of encouraging. Cool. Tell us about this uh, story, about this hymn. Oh, okay. Well, I attended the installation service for Wilton Gregory, the Bishop of Belleville, back in 1994. I think he's in Washington, D.C. now. Uh, well, we brought along with us a pastor friend who comes from a Pentecostal background. When the procession began to start the service, the organ blasted loudly, and it sounded like Psalm 150 how it describes the joy of those in eternal bliss in the Lord's presence. These are the last words of the last psalm. Praise him with the trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with the sounding of cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wow. So that's how the Psalm, uh, book of Psalms ends. As you could have expected, Pastor Jerry stood up and started singing loudly and dancing with great joy in the midst of this Catholic cathedral. <laughs> There's uh, nothing I'm used to doing at worship that's quite that way. Uh, but I always remember Psalm 150 when I think about the joy and worship that Pentecostals do when they are convinced that they are in the presence of the Lord. And that's what it's all about. You know, Pastor Jerry was convinced he was in the presence of the Lord because he heard all the music and the clashing cymbals and everything. So he wanted to join in the in the hymn of praise, like Psalm 150. And uh, I've been so, to a couple of Pentecostal funerals. I know exactly what you're talking about. So it is with the hymn we're singing um, in many of our churches this weekend. Here's the first verse of the hymn. Rejoice, ye pure in heart. Rejoice, give thanks and sing. Your festive banner wave on high, the cross of Christ your King. Rejoice, 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 give thanks and sing. And it's a beautiful song of praise, and it talks about uh, the pure in heart who rejoice. We could think that maybe we're good enough to be pure in heart, but I think that the writer of the hymnal had something else in mind when he wrote it. The hymn was written in the 19th century by a pastor by the name of Edward Plumtree. He was an author, a theologian, and a preacher in England. He was also a poet. In May 1865, he was preparing for an annual choir festival at the Cathedral of Peterborough, England. He needed to write a long processional to enable the large choirs to march down the aisle as the service began. Uh, so he focused his attention on two verses from the Bible, one from Psalm 20, We will rejoice in your salvation, and in the name of our God we will set up our banners, and Philippians 4, Rejoice in the Lord always, again I will say rejoice. Processionals are actually meant to remind us that we are not alone, even in a big gathering when we worship the Lord and sing his praises. As one of our scripture readings for this coming weekend reminds us, and this is in Hebrews chapter 12, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight 
and the sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Our hymn concludes, leading us with this, uh, into this expression of the Bible verse that we just read. Go on through life's path, still chanting as ye go, from youth to age by night and day, in gladness and in woe. Rejoice, 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 give thanks and sing. I'm always amazed that in everything we do, and experience, including our prayers, that it is done before the great cloud of witnesses. Would you like to lead us in the prayers we wrap up this segment? Sure. Lord, give us the assurance during all of our days here on this life that we are not alone. May we rejoice with a pure heart, for we can depend upon their Savior and ours, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about next week, Doug? Next week, we learned from one of our scripture readings, everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. A hymn written about 40 years ago now by Yaroslav Vida, a Lutheran from St. Louis, describes us all as humble children of God. And the hymn is, Go My Children With My Blessing. And that's what I'm going to talk about uh, next week, talking about how we never really graduate from being a child of God. Okay, sounds like a good a good segment we'll have coming up next week. Uh, thanks yeah. so much for being on the program today. You're welcome, and, and it's, it's a great honor and privilege to be on this program. And it's a great honor and privilege for me to quote the uh, lyrics of, uh, of Jerry Vida because he's one of the people who wrote a hymn in the hymnal who I knew. Okay. Who I met. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That is. We are the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at kfuo.org.